Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Core is powered by listeners and viewers like you. To support Core and its hosts, go to Patreon.com slash Core Show today. Vulcathos, I have never prayed to you before. I ask you, grant me one request. Improve my MMR. This is Core. You, death... By Snoo Snoo. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's Core. Welcome back. It's a show about Heroes of the Storm with me, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger. And we're back on the heels of our very successful uh, and well done, I think, charity auction that we did. Or not auction, charity uh, brawl thing we did on Saturday. We did the Heroes Charity Brawl at HeroesCharityBrawl.net, where we're still taking donations if you want to uh, go over there. But uh, we played a bunch of weird games, had a total blast. Later in the show, we'll talk about uh, it a little bit more and talk about some of the game modes we played and whether or not we may see those uh, in the game proper because there is some history for that. But I had a great time, and it was really good, and we made a bunch of money, and, and, and congratulations to you for being so generous, and we gave it all to make a wish. Unless John takes it and sticks it into a weird account we don't know about. But as far as I know, all of it, every penny, goes to Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's the secret other button they have on GoFundMe. You tell them you're going to put on a charity event, and then at the end when you're cashing out, they say, now did you really want to give this to charity, yeah. or did you want to put it in your pocket? And yeah. I always get tempted every year, yeah. but yeah. you know they shouldn't put the buttons right next to each other. But then you think about the kids, and, mm-hmm. and they do the right thing every time. So uh, yeah. well done, everybody. North of $5,000. We beat our goal from last year by some number. And uh, if you, like I said, still want to go over there and help out because you're like, oh, I missed the whole thing, but I really like that charity. It's still there for what, another half a week or something? Yeah, we'll keep it up till uh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that's at heroescharitybrawl.net. So go do it. And it was great. I had a blast. I loved it. It's tax deductible. You can deduct it off your tax. That's right. 
Unless you're in, if you're uh, in what do you do? America. You guys pay taxes up there, right? In Canada? You, you sure do. Okay. Yep. Do you do it like we do it? You got like a deadline hey. and all that? Yeah, April 30th, I think, or something like that. And uh, we, they take a lot more up here than they do down there because, you know, we're huh. a little bit more socialist than you are. Yeah. But the whole tax idea is there. And uh, you do get to, I don't know about Canadians. I think it must apply, but you do get to deduct it from your income tax, at least if you're in North America. Look, someone's got to pay for all those appendix removals or whatever you guys do up there for free someone's got to pay for it only difference i know of is their documents have to be submitted between two flapjacks covered in maple syrup <laughs> oh how'd you know oh my you gosh you could move to canada now john and fit right in i'm pretty prepared honestly yeah he already slides things between two flapjacks we call them, we call them pancakes <laughs> where i live but it's fine uh anyway hey we're back and we're uh, ready to dive in it's actually kind of a big week between last we spoke on this show anyway blizzard made a pretty big new announcement that i think matched up pretty well with some predictions we made over the months um one of which was when we might see a new ma- a battleground and what it, what it might be based on i think we've all said warcraft for the longest time um but anyway we're going to get to that and we're going to talk about what they actually announced what hero we're getting whether we're excited about any of this stuff or not uh Ron Howard should come in now and go, they were excited. Uh, And also, before we do that, though, I want to make a comment about something somebody threw at me earlier on Twitter. Somebody said to me, Scott, do you think it's possible that one day Blizzard would figure out a way to get Heroes of the Storm on, uh, on other platforms, broaden the base of the player base by moving it around to other platforms, consoles, handhelds like the Switch, uh, and uh, maybe even mobile, but probably not. Um, But, you know, like, why can't you get a PlayStation 4 and expect to play one of Blizzard's great games, Heroes of the Storm, on it? They did a damn fine job with Diablo 3 on that platform, and it played great with a controller. So what's the problem there? And my answer to you would be, uh, let's talk about it. Because I actually think there's some possibilities here. Now, the problem is, uh, it will be a ton of work. That's the the one thing. Because you've got a lot of characters in this game whose abilities and moves and uh, the way that they function from a, from a very basic mechanical level uh, is very mouse and keyboard driven. And for them to say, well, why don't we make that not that? It was easier in the Diablo world because really you just had to create movement and you know targeting basically was your main two challenges there. In this game, there's a lot more to it than that. Um, there are some mechanics I think that, that translate really well. Let's take Johanna, for example. Uh, what's her Q, what's her Q or is it her W? What's the one where it makes the circle and sucks everybody in? What's that called? Her condemn. Condemn? No, that's the one no. where you flash the light in their eyes. No. I don't remember. What are you talking about, Johanna? Yeah, Johanna. Yeah. It's a W. It's condemn that that makes the circle that sucks everyone in. Okay, that's condemn. Okay, he was punish. Oh my w gosh, was I was blinding. Right. You were <laughs> you were accidentally right. I like that. So. Let's take her, for example. That's an easy thing to map to a controller and just tap when you're ready to use it. No big deal. Sure. But then let's take something like, I don't know, Jaina's uh, Frostbolt. That thing is very skill-driven. And maybe when everyone's on controllers, then you know this whatever drop in, in control you may have is applies to everybody, so it wouldn't be such a problem. But anyway, I just know there are a whole bunch of things about that game, just getting around the map, navigating the mini map like 
some of that just real basic core functionality that would they would have a really hard time translating. That being said, Tencent's about to release uh, Arena of Valor on the Switch. It's in beta now. And it looks like it plays really well, like straight up pretty good MOBA experience there. And that game is enormous, technically the biggest MOBA in the world if you count the, the Asian audience. So uh, why not? Let's throw it around the table. Bo, why can't I have heroes on a PC and then a version? It doesn't have to play with the same people, just like the Diablo uh, port. It can play with other people, have their own little player base. But why can't I go to my console, to my Xbox, my PlayStation, or whatever my platform of choice is and fire that thing up? Mm, I, I think technically you could. I think there's nothing stopping any company from doing. I like. I'm sure you could find solutions. There are, as they like. I like to hear the game developers say there are solves for things like, you know, Alarax telekinesis that requires a a mouse paintbrush stroke mm-hmm. for your vector targeting to work on a controller. It might. You know, I'm sure there there are solves for all the things that it would have to translate to. Would it be worth it? I don't think so, because mm. I think the true way to play MOBA is perceived as a mouse and keyboard game. So you're playing the you're playing the crap version of the main thing. So unless there's like a lot of money to be had from doing so, I don't think it's worth doing. I'm, mm. I'm actually quite frankly surprised that Arena of Valor is successful. Oh, it I'm is beyond be successful. Like hundreds of millions of dollars a month or something like because like my perception of it and i haven't played it and it isn't to be insulting of it but it's a crap version of a game like that's how i <laughs> that's how i look at it that's my perception of it and i won't play it and no doubt that it isn't it's probably fun and it's probably good and maybe it's making tons of money and the next generation of gamers are going to be playing on oh, with controllers and stuff but from my view, I'd be preferred. I prefer to play with mouse and keyboard. It's the esports way to play it, and so it just looks like Diet Pepsi when I want to drink Pepsi. I sure, suppose. you would rather uh, Overwatch is a good example because we have an analog for that. You would rather play Overwatch on a PC with a mouse and keyboard and, and the precision you're used to in terms of control and also fidelity and other reasons that PCs kind of have an advantage over playing that with a controller, which is you know less than awesome for a twitchy sort of game yeah. but it works for I'm millions sorry. of I'm people those pc like look down my nose at console guys i'm sorry like i don't want to be rude about it but at the same time i just it's okay you pc know. we're at master race i get it i'm it's part for, of it it's for it's for eight, eight year olds who don't have a pc can play enjoy the game <laughs> on console like that's that's, <laughs> wow. that, that's i'm sorry there are good console games but I don't like diet versions of my PC games. Just, just because of it. If money to be made, they're cashing in on you, and it's not the right way to play the game. Okay. Okay, okay. Salacious. I'm going to say this, though, and I don't think this is controversial. I've played a lot of Diablo in my life, from Diablo 1 all the way through current day, and I still play Diablo 3 here and there, and I'm very excited about what 4 might be. Um, they made me a believer, though, in the control scheme. Like, I wish... On the PC version of that game, I could use controller uh, input instead of oh, no, oh, no. just okay. Mouse and hang keyboard. on, yeah, you make a good point. This is about competitive gaming. It's not about if you have an enjoyable experience with mouse and keyboard playing Diablo, and the, but you enjoy it better with the co- like a console. Mm-hmm. I don't care. That's great. Make make all the versions. I don't care. But when it comes to competitive gaming, I mean, like like it's a if it, if a game is designed with a certain set of sporting equipment in mind and then it doesn't translate that well to the other one it's an inferior experience Mm. so let's just say that my comments are within the scope of competitive gaming and not 
all games in general because i think that's perfectly legit if you want to play diablo 3 with a controller please do that's that's great that they do that and made that and it works really well yeah. like yeah. it's yeah. shockingly good and you're right that's s- not a competitive I- environment so you're not having to worry about mm-hmm. competition so i totally get that yeah. john before i throw it to you i have uh i would i would just say this i agree with you 100 percent that it would be the lesser of the two uh, certainly potentially it would be uh, maybe blizzard could figure out a way to make it even more fun i don't know but uh, if a heroes if you had heroes on a console and heroes on a computer yeah, the idea of having more fidelity, more inputs, more control than a mouse and a keyboard and that general interface give you, I'm totally with you on that. But would I sit up at night in bed on my Switch and play it all night? I absolutely would. Like, I would play the hell out of it. I would own it in tandem with the PC version of this thing. And some people may say, well, then you're splitting your skill set between two different kinds of inputs and that's not good for you if you want to try to get up the ladder or whatever. I understand that. But it seems like it would be a really, really fun thing to sit and play in a place that isn't a chair in front of my computer. John, thoughts? I mean, I agree, but sometimes just because it'd be fun isn't enough for them to, you know, really commit to a project. Uh, To me, I think the big issues that you run into are financially it's a big risk it's a lot of money to put behind something that's not proven as a market in that area and you know you can take something like you know with 10 cent behind it and you can say okay well you know they can they can risk it who cares right. you know if they put this out on console it's nothing you know it's no big deal uh for heroes i think there's more investment behind that mm. and more risk of you know potential Mm. with doing something like that and there's no proof that a mobile works on console there's no proof that there's a market for it so sure but they but they i totally i'm with you that we don't have any well since we have no proof i mean there are other games that are sort of mobile like battle right on uh, console battle right's not but uh Mm -hmm. paladins is smite is um there's others like Mm -hmm. that that are uh okay so let's take an example like Fortnite for a second, since that's the big, okay. the big deal right now. Um, when I heard that they were going to put this everywhere, and I mean like freaking everywhere, I went, eh, it's weird, I don't know, whatever. They made like, I don't know what it was, six to, or in the first six or seven days, they made like $50 million on phones for that game, yeah. just on phones. <laughs> Like they were also the biggest game in the world, and they had the ability to take that risk. You're right, but it's also is it a risk? Is it a risk to double down on? Well, we're in the PC world, and this is where we should stay. And like that attitude. I'm not saying it's a bad attitude. I'm just saying by hunkering down and putting our noses up at other uh, the rest of the world of devices, are we saying, well, we're just going to limit our limit our potential? Like I'll bet if they put a port up on on mobile they would make a ton of money in that market's place because they that, that's what you do there. That It's just money. It's a license to print money for big games. Certainly, uh, Hearthstone is that. I'm not saying they should do this. I'm not saying it might be my preferred way to play it, but I do think there's a shift happening in the industry where people can't be as picky about where they leave a thing. Uh, you make a good point about risk, but also is it not a risk to to not at least try to take advantage of all the other places people could be playing your game but aren't. I guess, like, um, no. Just because you're talking about heroes, I mean, would this ever come up for WoW? Because, like, that's the flagship Blizzard property. 
comes up. Like, all I know the time. we're talking about MOBAs, but like, you know, will, will there ever be a day before WoW sun, the sun sets on WoW where it's on a console or has it been on a console? I mean, I don't know. Like, again, ESO is making a lot of money right now and it's successful on PC, but it's also very successful, maybe more so on consoles. So I'm not saying that they've missed the boat. Maybe they have. Maybe it's too late in the cycle. I mean, the game's been around for forever. Maybe they don't need to because of the money they make on it. But we all, like on the instance, every week there's a question about when do you think, do you think consoles will ever get, get wow on it? And if, if Blizzard had the the will to do it, I think they could do it, and I think they'd make a bunch of money there. Um, but also subscription services aren't really big on on consoles because you're already playing paying a base subscription service there anyway so games like eso and others where it's buy the game but play it for free are more popular there than they would be on pcs so you know there's all that stuff to work out but i just feel like there's potential there you know i think let me also throw the other wrinkle at this um is that consoles have very strict rules about when and how a game can be updated that might have uh, might cause problems for the way they like to keep heroes updated. Now they kind of circumvent this with Overwatch because Overwatch doesn't get patched that frequently. They're right. able to roll out an update at a certain point, but you don't usually see a lot of hot fixes in Overwatch, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Heroes, we've had two patches in the past. I think the one before today was on June 4th. And it's sometimes very hard to get that past console developers they have they have more strict rules about what you can and can't do and when so i think that's a potential hurdle for them um again if the versions don't have to communicate that's you know maybe a way around it but i i just think you know i'm i'm with you that i think there could be something fun to it it wouldn't be for me but i think it's for some people but i think when you're a game that is past your initial like hey we're here be excited let's play i think it becomes a hard proposition to for, to get people excited about a, a console port because mm. your audience is already committed to the other sure. i could see a mobile version not a literal port but a, a a mobile version maybe getting developed if they could get the backing to develop a separate thing yeah but i think just a port of the game to console I, I I just think it would be too much for him, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what Tencent owns, you know, League of Legends now, or they're the major investor in it. This Arena Valor thing is basically that game, but in mobile form. They even, you know, half the characters are just lifted from it. Um, But it's not the same game, and it's not the same player base, right? Different people are playing it. Um, or maybe the same people are just playing two different games because they both they like them both for whatever reason. So so I think that there's some potential there for Blizzard to do something on other platforms. Maybe heroes related. Maybe it's less heroes. Maybe it's more character focused. I don't know what it is, but I I just want them to I want to see them branch out more. And and part of this is because I'm watching those Fortnite guys and I'm watching, well, ten cents behind them now too, but. <laughs> But watching Fortnite dominate in every platform it's released on, I know it's the biggest game in the world right now, but part of the reason that, that it is is because they're just putting it every place they possibly can. And I like their attitude or their philosophy of it's the same game no matter where you are. Now, we know that isn't true. If I'm playing on a phone and you're playing it on a keyboard, you're going to work me unless you're some mm-hmm. kind of phenom on a phone. 
but they've still done it anyway. They said, well, whatever, this is how we're going to do it. So they have all these players who can play in that world, that same world on their phones and pull off amazing games if, they, if they're really good at it. And the same people on consoles and the same people on PCs are all playing there, with the exception of Xbox not playing nicely with Sony or really it's the other way around. But um, they've done that, right? And that seems like a really cool gaming philosophy for the future. Buy a thing or get a thing and it's everywhere. Wherever you want to be, wherever you want to get your fix, it's there. I like that so much that I just wish we'd get more of that from Blizzard. I think we might on future games. I just don't know if we're going to see a lot of it retroactive. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree with that. I think that's true. It just seemed like a good, you know, Heroes is an interesting place to have a conversation about it because it's probably the least likely of anything they make that would ever be there. Yet people keep asking this question once in a while, like, Hey, why aren't they there? How come this other thing's there? Like, what's the I mean, deal? I would argue Heroes makes more sense on a console than World of Warcraft does. Like, I can't imagine trying to play World of Warcraft on a controller. I can imagine playing Heroes uh, with a controller. I, Not as ideal as mouse and keyboard, but I can imagine. Right. It's easier to imagine something like Elder Scrolls Online playing well on a console because you have already played, say, Skyrim on a console. You played with a controller before. In fact, I think I even prefer controller support on the, even the pc version and so you're kind of already there i still think it plays better on a pc where you got mouse and keyboard but the point is like you could see that working a, a, there pretty well whereas wow would have to have a whole lot of bootstrapping to make that as functional um so i, I agree with you it's it's weird i don't know I, blizzard just everything they make is so in a like wow is old and and Heroes was is a is a competitive MOBA product in the MOBA industry, which is a PC based thing for the most part. Um, I don't know. I just don't like it when they get proved wrong by other projects. Even if we <laughs> sit back and put our nose up and go, "Oh, well, I like my, I like the way Blizzard has my game." Like I get that, but I just I don't want that story five years from now that says, you know, Blizzard stock is down because they haven't they they didn't take advantage of this wave of whatever the new trend is that that made it so China owns all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> really, this is just me being xenophobic now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm responsibility to keep China in check. Yeah, yeah. I'm terrified of China. <laughs> so that's what it is. I don't know. It'd be interesting I, to we see. We need to give Blizzard all our money so they can protect us from China. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, I don't... I've, I've danced around the issue long enough. Let's just call a spade a spade. I don't want China to come ruin everything. I, I personally see nothing wrong with heroes being put on a console. Like, if, if you know... But yeah, that's true of any game. It's just, but there is like, like if you take the fighter games, they're best probably on the consoles with the with the joysticks and stuff like that. You don't want to be playing Street Fighter competitively on a keyboard, probably. Mm -hmm. I have to imagine. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, yeah. Like if there's an audience there that's willing to shell over their money, but I just think that uh, there've been a lot of complaints about the way Heroes has been monetized that I don't think they'd feel confident about. Oh, not, not especially kind of those, the prices they have now for, on a mobile platform would be ridiculous. Consoles even, too. Like, yes, yeah. you're right about that. Like, a lot of stuff would have to change. That's why I don't think they'll do it. But maybe they, got burned, maybe they got burned too bad with, like, I don't know if you guys played the N64 version of StarCraft back in the day, but it was terrible. No, like, again, I look. I saw it even to rent it. You remember, you used to go to the video store and you could rent games. We're like StarCraft on sixty-four. <laughs> was really no. dumb. <laughs> like, Super dumb. Know. I played the PlayStation version of Diablo. Oh yeah, that how'd was... that go? That was probably all right. No, no. <laughs> mm -mm. 
You just had the D-pad too. There was no analog control. Yeah, this was before the analog. This is just old PlayStation. Yeah, that probably wasn't very good. But the way it plays, uh, uh, PlayStation Two, PlayStation no, One, PlayStation. Yeah, uh, PS1. okay. So they're saying Baldur's Gate was uh, a really good series on PS2. That was basically Diablo. Yeah, what was that called? Baldur's Gate something. Um, uh, Baldur's Gate. Uh, I loved that. It was PS2 Baldur's Gate. It was like a great Dark Alliance. Dark, Dark Alliance. What a great oh, yeah. series! That was, yeah. that was a great series. Yeah, uh, that was the stuff they made for consoles, though, and that right. stuff was oh that, and they did a EverQuest one as well. Right. Oh yeah, that ever. Yes, yeah. it was the same developer. I think they mm-hmm. li- did the license for that, and it was also really good. Yeah, <sighs> that, that those were awful. really cool games. Now, the nice thing about our modern day, like the Diablo iteration, is it's. It's still just Diablo, like straight up 100% Diablo. They didn't have to make any weird concessions. They've just figured out a way to get the interface right. And it's really good as that kind of game. I'm the only, I mean, I, I wish it had an option on the PC. I'd play it like that. It's really good. Like, controller feels great well, in that game. It was game. called um, Champions of Norath. Yeah, yeah, Champions of Norath. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I love those games. Yeah, those are really good, really good examples of Diablo-style games on console yeah. that were made for console that were just fun. I don't remember if it was the same people, but there was also the Marvel and X-Men games in that same vein. Right. Oh, those were good, but I don't think it's the same. Super good. Different developer, but it was uh, yeah. Marvel, not Ultimate Alliance. Uh, Actually, I think it was Ultimate Alliance. Was it? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and then they did the sequel, which was the Civil War tie-in, and that was bad. It was not but... good, yeah. Um, the Avengers oh there's a new upcoming Avengers game that might be Ultimate Alliance reboot that's kind of exciting that would be amazing yeah that sounds good this is an E3 rumor so we'll see but the no, they, did, yeah. they did shut down the the Diablo game right the Marvel the, one The yeah the PC one and then that thing hit consoles and then like two weeks later they cancelled it it might be because this thing's coming um, yeah. And this could be a much bigger deal for them because that other thing was just straight, like kind of a Diablo, not ripoff. It was still fun. I liked it, but it was a good game, but it got too bloated. There were like 18 million currencies, yeah. and you walked in and your inventory just erupted. Yeah, I don't think I liked that part of it either. But it had man, I loved having all those characters. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, if you were a Marvel fan, that game was kind of a dream. But anyway, back to to, to bring it back around to heroes. We'll see. Wolverine. I just I like the idea of multiple Blizzard IPs being used in fun ways, and Heroes is is our our way of choice right now. And to have them iterate on that in some other way in some other place just seems interesting to me. So there you go, all those people that keep asking me. Now you've had us discuss it. We never have to bring it up again. Let's talk about Echoes of Al. I'm killing. I keep wanting to say Alarak. <laughs> Alterac wants you to as well echoes of alterac that is alterac valley not alarac the jerk um <laughs> this was the big announcement a new battleground some skins there's an event hero and more we should probably start with the hero on june 10th, 12th which is what a week next yeah. tuesday i'd be willing to be yep next tuesday so wait a minute is she on ptr right now she's yeah. on ptr right now her what? fine sexy self okay, on the ptr that seems crazy so it's Urel. Who wants to talk about her? Why do you Who? love her? John, you love the ladies in World of Warcraft. Why is she great? Isn't it Urel? Isn't that how you say it? It's Yiddle. No, it is Urel. You it's Yiddle. It's Yiddle. <laughs> Jeez, it's going to be weeks. That's ago. how it's pronounced in the, the actual game. Yiddle. 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 
I realize who she's is Yrel. She's one of those goat people with the accent. I get it, but I think she's. I think okay, I think John is correct. <laughs> so John, why is she great, and why do you want her so bad? Why do you pine for her? Well, for one, she's a warrior, which already puts her in my business. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Um, you know, Draenei are the cool alliance race. They have two cool races, and Draenei are one of them. So, mm. you know, if you're going to get an alliance character, it's good to get one that's awesome. Mm. Um, I don't know. She's a good... A lot of people were like, when are they going to put a Draenei in the game? And Yurel was always the one that I wanted to see. And so uh, I'm I'm pretty stoked to see her. She's uh, she's very happy. Well, what was the dude that she hung around with before he um, before he bit it? What was his Maraud. name? Alan. No, Murad. Yeah, what? he was the one I was hoping for because we get a lot of dead people in the Nexus that have died. Varian came after he died, and all those guys. Why not? Um, why not that dude? I'm fine with her, because, I guess. But I like because him. there's nothing about Murad. What you know about Murad is he was in the Burning Crusade cutscene. That's a hundred percent of his lore. Well, that and, and then there was stuff in Warlords where he ran around and did things. He went through a portal. <laughs> yeah. He he did the hammer thing in the in the cutscene. He went through a portal and then he died. We Murad's all right, but Yidel is central to a storyline. I think she has more involvement in a story than Murad ever did. Did you have to play Alliance to get more of her business? Because I just don't remember that much. Yeah, she's your like uh, window into Warlords of Draenor. You see her all the time. She's your Duratan, basically equal- equivalent for Alliance. Oh, so that's why she's, I don't really... she's really important in a way that Murad isn't. And I'm just happy. The only more important Draenei character, arguably, is of a good nature, is um, Velen. And I really, I'm happy one day to have Velen in, but I'm not excited for Velen. I just don't think he's very cool. But Yudel is cool. She's got a big hammer. She's got a can-do attitude. Um, <laughs> she is too happy. Like, this picture of her smiling, like, is not her character. It's more like a lot of bad stuff happened to her, but she has resolve. You know, she's a paladin, and they're known mm-hmm. for their resolve and devotion to their religious lightness. Sure. Yeah, I'm, Whatever that light religion, <laughs> it's a very vacuous for a religion, by the way. The light, it's just a little, little bit, light. yeah, a little bit. Um, but you know, she's has a devout a devoutness about her and a dedication, appearance of spirits. She's a cool character, and she's wielding that big crystal ham- two handed battle hammer. Um, it's great. Yeah, she's pretty yeah. cool. Um, I mean, of the things that we took away from Warlords, probably a high point for a lot of people. So. Also, like, yeah, besides... They left her behind, which that was the bummer of the lore for that, is they introduce... So you bring Murad from Azeroth Prime over to alternate Draenor. Yeah. You've, you've brought Murad over. We've added one Murad. Then he dies. Yeah. So we're now down a Murad. We <laughs> gain a Yurel in his place. This is character math. And then we go back and we leave her behind. And it's like, well, that didn't, that equation was bad. Yeah. That yeah, but that's her world. Matter. She doesn't want to come to the. Yeah, but come on. We all know that world doesn't matter that much. What, Draenor? Well, to us, to <laughs> us, like big shots in Azeroth Prime, but that's their world over there that we helped out. This is true. Um, yeah. but there's a lot of, um, how do I put this? I know this is, this is naive to say and not know any better, but there is a lot of, interesting art of URL on the internet. I'm just looking around some good shots for the show here, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That one there oh, yeah. is, uh, whoo, somebody's well, shipping. I feel like uh, of all the World of Warcraft races, Draenei are the most 
objectified women in particular the most objectified sexually probably mm. Mm. why do you think that just is just because, just because they're goat people they've got a their their art is like their figure yeah. game and warcraft is pretty is fairly attractive i think yeah like just, if you, you like know, reverse got a, legs got a coke and... bottle waistline mm-hmm. but a big you know Nicki minaj rump <laughs> Ample they got breasted. a tail. Like, like I'm, so, I'm yeah. objectifying for sure, but like you want an you want an explanation? Is like no. I mean, look, I'm learning things I mean, about I both. I play a female I... dwarf, but I'm not like ooh baby. When I look at my dwarf lady, I'm just like you know she's cute and she's like awesome. But you know I'm not going bazinga every time I <laughs> I see her. <laughs> Whatever bazinga. Means. Whatever that means in a modern day. Yeah, they're context. the most like space goats are the most. They're the sexiest of all the women in World of Warcraft. Jeez, they're really? Like the, they're like the Asari from Mass Effect. They're the they're the alien looking thing that you know William Shatner would bone. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Uh, also, uh, I disagree though that they're the sexy race. I think night elves blood elves and all the new little split off elves are the ones you're the, yeah but those I mean, are elves <laughs> elves are basically like pretty people right. That's, is, you're basically what you just said was supermodels are attractive. That's a good point. I did say, and that. we're like, like, we're like, like yeah. On your bones, you go with the Drenai, right? Like, if you like supermodel style, maybe yeah, Blood Elf. Well, chat room, I'm about to show the chat room an image I found. I promise is nothing terrible, but it's it's for <laughs> some reason Yorel eating what appears to be a very small <laughs> naked man. And I, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I don't know why this exists or what's happening, but that's that's a thing. I put Isn't, it. Isn't um gigant like giant women uh, sexual fetish? Is it? I think so. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. None I of these just things. Feel like I've heard that somewhere or something. Oh, well, you guys should have been listening to TMS lately. We had this whole tirade on people licking each other's armpits. And I wanted to die. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's the thing. I'm not judging. <laughs> do what you got to do. I'm just saying. Not for me. That's all. And neither is Urel. What you gotta do? Who in their day to day life is like, you know, it's time. Well, it's time again, to run into a giantess and get eaten. Again, you don't want to face check that bush. You want to throw something in there before you. Right, but Bo's food on. could be in there if you're in uh, Anaheim. <laughs> my food? Yeah, because you always my keep bush your bush burger. Yeah. Uh, still one of my favorite things ever. I mean, I just realized I have a weird double standard because I you showed that and I was like. That's not even realistic. Where are you going to run into someone that big? And then I realized that we're talking about space goat attractive people. And that's also probably not going to be something you run into. No, blue skins, reverse legs, all that stuff's wrong. They're goats. That apparently I think could happen. But as soon as they get very tall, I'm like, well, that's unreasonable. Then, yeah, then you're li- you draw the line where it should be drawn. Um, anyway, she's coming. She is a tank, like you said. Lots of weird crowd control stuff. Uh, let's talk about her kid a little bit uh, from what we know. She has um, all three of her her main abilities, Q through uh, or QW and E, all have this weird charge to them. Does anyone yeah. who wants to explain how that works? Because I've seen the video and I, I kind of know what it looks like it works, but Let's get a real description here. Bo, do you well, want to describe uh, this? You click the button once, and a little circle appears under. And the longer you let it charge, the more of the effect you get, up until the point you're at maximum when where you get maximum effects. I mean, that's pretty much it. All three of her abilities have this feature. And her trait allows you to proc one of these instantly 
at maximum effect. So, so um, Q is, I believe, the the hammer swing. So the the longer you let Q charge up, the farther back you'll hit, and the more damage you'll do. And I think on the max ch- max charge, you'll do a little stun as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, on her jump, her I think it's Avenging Wrath. Uh, she jumps farther the longer it waits. And oh no, the, which one's the W? I think the W is the swing, and the Q is like the area. There's an area of, of effect damage that does more healing to allies, damage to enemies. The longer you let it charge up, right? That's functionally what it is she's like very thematically unified in that sense that all of her abilities do that and what's interesting is i believe this is correct her ultimates do not charge but they're generally usable during the charge up of yes. certain abilities they so, made that they made a point of that in the in the yeah, audio that which that was is the case. pretty interesting yeah. so yeah she looks she looks great lots of sustain uh she's weak to high mobility so hey genji what's up uh, but, uh, she looks really cool. Like more paladin to me than, well, I mean, part of this is Legion's fault because I played a lot of Legion and you see a lot of these space goats with their gold armor and their light devotion, but they seem, she seems more follower of the light than even Uther does to me. Like Uther seems like some old man who's lost his way. She looks like <laughs> I am here to sure. freaking be the Pope. Basically. She's the Pope of the light. Just Uther from... is a uh, divine champion, sir. How dare you besmirch it? <laughs> He's fine. He wants me to go to the store. I understand. <laughs> He's uh, got some very flashy abilities. Or she has some very flashy abilities, though. Yeah. yeah, she's a very slow, deliberate feeling hero. What do you um, feel? She... How do you feel about her W where she knocks people out of the way? I feel like she's going to just annoy everybody. She's going to be like... Um... It's like having Haymaker as an ability, kind of. A little yeah. bit. Or it's like having D.Va in the fight, maybe? Yeah. Uh, just yeah. that pushing people around thing. Uh, it's on a cooldown, so it's not quite the same, but um, it's interesting. It's just... I think I heard all the cooldowns were six seconds, so it's six six six. Oh, yeah, whoa. that's accurate. She's supposed to be if she doesn't follow the light, she follows Diablo, the prime evil. Six six six. See, anyway. she's secretly a goat person. <laughs> There's a lot of room left in, in apparently in Azeroth lore for her to, to live long enough to become the villain. Sure. Yeah. I yeah, can we see might that. see that happen maybe one day. Now, her crazy leap thing she does with E is an escape. It's an engage. It's a... I don't know what to compare it to. It seems pretty rad, though. That's an actual... These are all actual abilities in Warcraft. I don't play Paladin, so I don't know, but they look familiar. Sometimes oh, really? you just I see didn't them running that. around, and they've got these wings on their back, and you're like, what is that Paladin doing? I don't know. <laughs> Looks cool. Is that why she's got that? She has that bubble talent that lets her go back to the thing without being able to touch her, which is definitely a reference to Paladin. But I don't know much else about Paladins either. I never played. Yeah, that's an old school Paladin reference. Back Mm -hmm. in the day of PvP servers against the Paladin, where you would, as a rogue, be like, "I'm gonna get this guy." You'd hit him once, and then just instantly a bubble, and then they'd just be in there, oh, (laughs) just disappear to their town. How do you guys? So talent's at level twenty, so I feel like it's kind of a joke talent. One of her uh, ultimates or heroics is a is basically a big purify. It's called purified ground or purify something. Yeah. Anyway, it creates a a big circle around her uh, that she's at the center of, and then she can then run around in that will stay until she leaves the circle. That gives her crazy amounts of armor. Yeah, Um, forty armor. Forty armor, which is cool and gives is it's amazing. It's crazy amazing. Amazing. It's crazy sustain, but it has no effect on your teammates. So you no. could all be in that circle. It doesn't matter. They're the same as if they weren't in it. 
And that the kind of bumps me out a little bit. Oh, is there an is there a talent that changes that? I didn't see it. Uh, I'm just looking now. No, I don't think so. Actually, okay. So I think Hollow Ground of Twenty, casting Avenging Wrath while inside Sacred Ground moves Sacred Ground to Urel's location upon landing. Oh, oh interesting. that's cool. So you can just move it around. Cool. Yeah, she's um, she seems super versatile. This seems like a character I'm going to see John play like a lot. Um, it's definitely yeah. possible. Her damage feels a little low, but her sustain is very very strong and her ability to control an area and, and control the fight is very very good as well yeah and that absorbing she does where everyone else gets healed and she gets healed for a percentage of damage done i mean that's it's massive i just watched we're looking at the video right now and I just watched her go from i don't know 10 percent life to almost full in that process yeah against multiple players like it's crazy and i don't know if this is reflective of the time they're taking to develop heroes now but i think she just her like animations and graphics look really awesome yeah they look really <laughs> good. they look a little step up ish from everything else too like it's really good yeah well especially for warriors aren't usually this flashy and say it that way i guess i always feel like they're just a little bit like bing bing bang boom and they maybe have some flashy thing once in a while when they get 10 but they generally aren't that flashy she's super cool looking and she's you know her skin that comes with this thing is um What's her name? Harley Quinn, basically. Yeah. So there's a little DC love in there. Uh, anyway, she looks awesome. And she's on the PTR now. So you can go try her out, give her a shot, and she'll be out next week. Looks like a must Oh, wait, have. she had something really cool. Oh, she has, um, there's, there's one talent I got to mention. She can mount instantly. Oh, At really? Seven, she mounts instantly and actually gets 80% movement speed as soon as she mounts that decays. It's the coolest thing ever. She can yeah. kiss my butt. That's amazing. Yeah. She can just mount up and she's like. Pew. That's your reaction when someone gets something cool. That's that's where you go. Yeah. You can kiss I my butt. I feel like you saw a picture of that and that's why you're saying it. No, that's really cool. I mean, cool. I'm a fan of the talent where she grows very large and puts people in her mouth. I oh, think. kiss my butt. True to character. Uh, what else? So there's that. Um, We'll get to. I don't even know where to start here because we have to talk about that Ariel skin. I'm like, I'm dying to talk about skins because the skins are amazing. Um, however, let's talk about the battleground. So I, I feel like all of us at one point or another said and then agreed that whatever they were going to do next was either going to be around Warcraft or based on Warcraft or some sort of something uh, themed in the Warcraft world. We haven't had a map that is yet. And uh, one of the things Bo said was no nah, i don't think so because the crow king or whatever his name is what's his name the raven lord <laughs> the crow king <laughs> the the raven lord uh you know it's going to be all about that and it's going to be him doing stuff and it turns out in this video it still kind of is he's he's going oh what's this place and he he his crow uh, form flies over or raven form flies over azeroth and he, the music starts and you're like oh cool and uh Anyway, it's 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 a WoW map, like straight up Alterac Pass. Yeah, part of I gotta Valley. eat my hat or my crow. You gotta eat your newspaper from last week. That was gotta, on your head. I gotta eat crow. Yeah, I gotta because I said they wouldn't make a Warcraft map. I was like, no way. And here it is, totally yes way. Yeah, big um, time. Available yeah. the week of June nineteenth. So the map looks amazing. I think this is the best looking. I've, I've tried it out. I can do custom games on the PTR. It feels like an Azeroth place. How do you feel about maps that are snowy? You cool with that? Yeah, I like snow maps. I like anything with particulate in. So rain, like 
<laughs> rain or snow or anything that has like a, a thing that's like uh obfuscating vision is that yeah. the right word yeah obstructing vision yeah um is 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 cool with me i love that there's these little flakes of white everywhere as you play it's it gives you a real sense of like oh it's cold mm-hmm. i kind yeah, of I'm... i kind of like that and sometimes i don't sometimes it feels cold and it makes me mis- feel depressed because <laughs> i have winters here and it gets well so do you but I don't like. Yeah. Oh, boo hoo! You saw me. You're so cold. Oh, that was apparently so directed at me. Who? Yeah. John's having yeah. a heat wave right now. So. Yeah, it's a brisk 108 degrees outside. Yeah. Go breathe that. Uh, how do you feel about desert maps? Do you hate them? <laughs> I, I yeah, love it, I do. As a matter of fact, like, I you do. Skip, you skip Prince of Persia. You're like, whatever. This is my life. I don't need to play this game. Yeah. I every time, like, I think desert maps can look cool, but then I get sick of them very quickly. Like uh, Old Republic, I got to Tatooine, and I was like, yeah, look at this. It's like Tatooine. Oh crap. Well, it's, so you're so you're either a hot you're either a Hoth man or a Tatooine man. I'm a Tatooine man. I think John's more of a Hoth guy. I'm a Hoth guy. Yeah. Uh, this map really showed me that I have a big uh like snow bias because as soon as I looked at the snow, I was just like, this is the this is the best map that ever existed. This is the best one. <laughs> I a hundred percent. I hadn't even played it yet, <laughs> but I just really liked how it looked. Yeah. And that time that they added snow to the Raven Lord map, yeah. and it wasn't even a lot of snow, it was just a little snow. Yeah. It was like we're going into March snow. Yeah. And I was just like, this is the best map right now. Yeah. They, they found the best map. Why can't it be like this all the time? <laughs> um, by the way, I really like this idea that the way mercs work now is you're letting someone out that helps you. It isn't you killing. This is such a small thing, but I just something yeah. I like. You're not just killing a creature and now it has to bend to your will. You're loosing a pal of yours, someone you want that, that needs to get out of the cage and then he's you know now he's out like i don't know it's a very got a quest yeah. quality to it i love it yeah that's the main map objective is you rescue your your champions from the opposing side but there are still kill camps there's 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 actually um crap what do they call knolls yeah there's there's little mini hoggers like they have the hogger model now in the game great as that's, that's as knolls on this map it's perfect i don't know if he's yeah so we're getting a hogger hero for sure because we played know. horde Bo. we don't care <laughs> Everybody's a knoll, basically. We're some. Well, form everyone of killed. Everyone's killed Hogger before. Whether you're, you've gone in on your level one gnomes and gone to raid Hogger. That's, that's right? true. Hogger is. Yeah, if you is. haven't raided Hogger, then what are you even doing in World of Warcraft? Yeah. That's true. Uh, I really. I, I just want to say, from an artistic standpoint, I think the the ice melt stuff in the middle is really a nice touch. Um, mm-hmm. It's just overall really, really nice adherence to sort of the Warcraft look and feel. And I don't know that we could ask for anything cooler. Do you see? We're, we're, yeah, go ahead. We're watching the video, but there's also the um, the the sound from Warcraft that or whatever it is. Yeah, like it's just it's distinctly from a decade of playing Battlegrounds and Warcraft. Like that sound is in this. Yeah, it triggers so many emotions every time that sound is played, and I love it. Yeah, I mean the original Alterac Valley and WoW. I just I remember being like I gotta go eat food. I'm gonna just <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it here and I'll be back. And you know it was just it would be hours and hours and hours in that one battleground just waiting to win. And yeah, through the entire thing you would just hear. 
<laughs> and you're just like, okay, we're still going. Yeah, we're still, we're still trying this thing. And, and as soon as I heard, yeah, that's the other one. <laughs> Doesn't it play that when you engage the general, and it would get yeah, so annoying so. because one person would run it because you know they'd be at the gate, and one person would run in like, oh, just start it, guys, and he'd get killed instantly because nobody else followed him. Yeah, and then someone else would go, oh, are we? Are we gonna? We're going, and then they would go in, and so you just hear, Da-da-da. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sound Da-da-da. would happen all the time. Plus, I just, I mean, the the war still rages on, whether you know one side has an advantage over the other because it was this non-symmetrical map design in that original thing. Um, I noticed here they've gone completely symmetrical, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, AV man, that's a that's a memory we all should have and share. And the fact that they're bringing it here with such, I don't know, looks like such care and devotion. It's super exciting. The cores are also not cores anymore. Uh-uh. We thought we were clever naming our short core, and now there's a map without a core. Yeah. Now it's a man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a man. Yeah. Well, he's kind of a core. He's a core man. <laughs> okay. Right? I think I think they're yeah, going to have... Yeah, like a cigarette commercial. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to worry yet. They got a lot of cores still in the game that they're going to keep forever. So just, if all the battlegrounds turn into bosses you have to kill that regenerate health, it's going to be like what's a core what what no, we'll have to call we'll have to change the name of our show to man <laughs> <laughs> welcome man. to man Here's the he's, start, he's so. man go to man.com actually don't go to man.com i don't know what <laughs> man.com might be all right uh, i hope be it's okay. just a picture of an incredibly generic guy in a black t-shirt i'm gonna try it in an incognito uh window just to man see group it's a technology empowered active investment management focused on delivering performance and client portfolio solutions. Oh yeah. An overview of man no group. Here, folks. We're fine. Yeah. Just a Bo- sexist organization. Bo is not afraid. He went right to it. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going in. See you guys later. Now, if I do woman.com, let's see what we get. Oh, someone's, someone's parked. They're there. squatting. They're right selling here. that domain. Somebody's squatting on woman.com. Last I'll say don't, about that. Don't look that up. No, don't look that. No, don't look that one up at all. Squatting on women.com. Yeah, yeah don't, don't do, do that. that. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. Can we talk Welcome about to my website? <laughs> I'm going to show you something. <laughs> a really bad idea. Uh, we should talk about these skins before I lose my mind. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. For the alliance, you have Spirit Heal- Healer Ariel. Neutral, technically. Yeah. But she's the death chicky that you can go to in world of warcraft when you die and go yeah just heal me just resurrect me here it's also the thing the priest does i don't even know what it's called what's that called with the priest uh, the holy priest has um yes. a way to stay alive after death right yeah like uh it doesn't help you at all the after death <laughs> spirit yes the, the after rejuvenation the holy spirit whatever it is but they she's when i saw her in the video i went oh they have one of those in there it wasn't even clicking with me that that was Ariel. No, it's I an love awesome it. skin. I love it. Uh, that makes me want to play her, and I don't like her, as we know. As we know. All right, then you got <laughs> <laughs> you got Vandar Muradin, which is super cool. I like that Muradin's skins are basically the name of another dwarf and then Muradin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there's Magni Muradin. Uh-huh. There's Lollipop, or whatever it is, Muradin. That's not really another dwarf. Anyway, got Grand Marshal Varian. That's 100% badass. Uh, and then you got Night Slayer Valera, which... Also th- a blood elf. Yeah, and, and super cool. Oh, isn't that supposed to be an SI7 outfit, though? 
That's uh, the Molten Core tier set. Oh, is it? Tier, oh. I think it's tier two. Psh. I should know that. I didn't know that. Now we go to the skins I really care about. Well, I'm just I'm pointing out that one of these skins is technically neutral, and the other one literally looks like how my rogue did during. Not that's not true because Blood Elves weren't in during Molten Core, so I'm lying to you. All right, right now, Blood, but... Blood Elves were not there yet. They Blood were, Elves are a horde race. They were just, I'm just an saying, idea. No, I understand. I completely showing agree. some horde pride. That's all. Uh, now the skins you really want. Uh, uh-huh. Sapper Junkrat is the skin <laughs> I want the most ever in the history of all time. It's so good. Like he's got fake arms that he's controlling with his. Like, see how his green arms are holding these remotes? He's a goblin then- inside of a junk rat mech, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever it's seen. It's so good, you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. Whoever did that, was- we need to interview them. I'd love it so much. And he's got like a mohawk and like Wolverine sideburns. Like, this guy is perfection itself. No, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love him. Uh, then there's uh, Drekthar Regar, which is. Again, another what's that? The guy that died at the pass. Oh, sorry, spoiler. Yeah, the Legion he guy. He was doing the lightning thing. He was he one was of the seers, or are they called seers? Whatever it is, seer, whatever. Well, those two guys, the Vanadir and the Drexar, are also the core guys, right? For the map, right, right. right. Yeah. Oh yeah, good point. Well, that won't. So be I don't know if you'll get confused thinking you're hitting the core when you're hitting Drexar Rhaegar and not Rhaegar itself. But he looks so tiny. I'll hit that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's really awesome. High Warlord Garrosh is pretty badass, although it looks. I don't know. He doesn't have his shoulder things in this one. Yeah, he's, that weirds me out. These, you know, it's very different. Yeah. But I still think it looks cool. It looks pretty good. His axe is insane. Um, and then you got Warsong Johanna, which I know John's excited about. She's in. She's an orc lady yeah, in am. here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't have a badass orc uh, hero. We have Sergeant Hammer, the orc version, but it's not that great. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, like this is this is amazing. No, they're incredible. Every skin in here, I want. Yeah, me too. Actually, um, even the alliance ones. Yeah, I'm not feeling any. I don't even feel like like that Valera one. If you don't end up with that, John, I'll eat my hat. Of course, no, you're gonna I'm, have it. That. Will be mine. Yeah, yeah look at that. Thing. But you spend all, all your these. money on Nexomania. Where are you gonna get the money for this stuff? I have seven thousand shards. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's like what two skins out of the That's a solid two that I can get. <laughs> yeah. And then spend forty dollars on the remaining ones right, once right. those have been purchased. Uh, oh, the... there's some mounts as well. Some awesome mounts. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about mounts. Scroll to the, scroll to the bottom, and there's the. Well, the can ramp. we address the portraits and sprays before we go too far as we scroll down? Yeah, you man, got some. By the way, animated uh, Carbot stuff. Um, they have Uther doing his little butt waving heel. I love it so much. Yeah, it's real good. Um, this makes me happy because this means Carbot's continually doing new content um, for this, and that's exciting. There's also some, you know, the stuff you expect from them regularly. There's a very happy URL and then there's a very mm, serious we gotta stop this terrible thing from happening URL um, but some cool Warcraft art in general here this is real good uh, yeah everything about this I like this is all very good and those animated sprays are amazing yeah, the, it's the green man have you seen the green man carbot uh, let's see it looks like a crazy old the, man yeah the green man <laughs> carbot is really good where is he Hold I had on. never seen it he just looks paranoid he looks haunted oh yeah <laughs> This one right here. That one's really good, yeah. I love that. I kind of want that on my car or something. Not just because it's a car bot. Hey, look at the mounts. Here we go. You got Swift Storm Spike Ram. 
and the Raging War Wolf. He has a beard. That's what I'm, I'm really excited for the ride. Yeah, she'll ride that, right? Um, you got so those are the only uh, mounts that I know of, and then you have the pass. So you pick a side. It's kind of like you did for the wrestling deal. It feels like that shouldn't be over yet. Is that over now? No, it's, it's over next week. Next week, I okay. think. Okay, it feels like it just started, but that's just the way time seems to me now. Um. Anyway, you pick a side in uh for about for the Alterac Pass. Then you earn special rewards depending on your selection. Choose carefully. Once you pick a side, the other quest line will become inaccessible. Don't worry, all quest rewards become available in basic loot chests next summer. So if you didn't get them this time, you can get them next year. Um, step one, you play four games as Warcraft Hero. I get you a Warcraft reinforcements chest. You step two, take uh, achievements, take do 50 takedowns in winning games. That's the same as this last event we're doing right now. And then six games with friends, you get the banner. Step four, win eight games as a Warcraft Hero, you get the mount. And you get 50% bonus XP if you play with friends during the event. That ram looks like it has seen some hard times. Yeah. He looks like that ram is not going to forget what he saw. <laughs> he looks, He really does. He's got that look at that dog uh, meme that's staring at the plate of cookies or cupcakes or whatever. <laughs> and he's got that look on his face. It's like, I know I shouldn't, <laughs> but I have to. Yeah, that's totally it. These look great. Oh, my gosh, you guys. can't believe I'm yeah. this excited about an event. It's because it speaks to the, you know, this is Blizzard 101 right here that we're doing. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to avoid feeling a little giddy. Um, but anyway, a great uh, package overall. Any other thoughts uh, on what's happening with this that we haven't covered? No, I'm all about it. Most of the stuff starts next week. The uh, I think the only stuff that's taking longer is the battleground itself and the skins right it's the week after 19th for the skins in the battleground i believe yeah i just i feel like it's good to see something that's wall-to-wall excellence there's nothing bad about anything i don't have a complaint or a picky about anything this thing is perfect and the Uh, way they revealed it was really we haven't seen all the tints and stuff so but i assume they're all um normal uh yeah there's been a few sites who have shown kind of roughly what those look like they're basically what you would expect it seems i think i mean i would honestly i have to be looking but if there was one thing i didn't like out of this whole package it's that harpy portrait oh not a fan of the harpy it just weirds me out that they use feathers for uh like bras when you (laughs) when you look at a harpy (laughs) portrait do you hear the sound yeah, there's that too. I freaking hate the harpies. I heard so much of that in Legion. There were a lot of harpies. Uh, in vanilla, I heard a billion of them out in Duratar, Duratan, Duratar. It was like every four foot there was a. I said that like a Canadian. Every four foot. Didn't every I? Four feet. We say we have a plural for foot here. In <laughs> <laughs> but you say like grade eight instead of eighth grade, or you'll say like uh, we just we are on the metric system, so we might say four meters instead of like oh right feet. every meter or so i'd run into a harpy ah! and we, say, we use feet all the time too actually it's it's weird that is weird yeah, like when you want to go because our a lot of our <laughs> manufacturing stuff comes from the states and you guys measure everything in what is it imperial imperial so yeah, we measurement. end up using the imperial system quite a bit up here it's actually. one darth vader and half a boba fett <laughs> right i i measure almost everything in centimeters and, and meters and millimeters now 
let's not get excited about what I'm talking about, but just art. I was going to say, I haven't had to measure anything in a while. So like I'm making these, uh, these playing cards, right. And I have to measure uh-huh. them out and I'm to get them exactly where I want them. I go millimeter cause inches suck for that stuff. Anyway, nonetheless, and notwithstanding, let's move on. Uh, the patch stuff we had to patch, uh, blizzard put out a patch today, changed a lot of things. One of the bigger things is the almost complete removal of baseline armor for heroes. A new Barak, Arthas, Johanna. Why? Why did they do it? Let's pontificate. John, why well, they would they? Why. Why, oh, they did say why. Okay. <laughs> why did they say they did it? Because it's an invisible mechanic, basically. Oh. Like, you either did the research and you know it, or you don't. It's not, it won't display on the screen. Like, temporary armor buffs and debuffs will show on the character panel up above the health bar when you affect people, but this doesn't. <laughs> so for the listeners I'm, I'm making a thing with my finger showing what it looks like. that's Bo's a that's form of measuring armor is basically like <laughs> it shows you a little thing above the the nameplate when there's a when there's um you know an armor debuff or an armor buff right but baseline it doesn't show it so it's like either you took the time to know it or you don't know it and what the hell's the point so they get rid of it well if they're getting rid of baseline armor does that hurt them though? Like, are these heroes more vulnerable? Well, yeah, so it's ta- it's being taken off of for now. I went through and looked, and it was Anubrak, Arthas, and Johanna that mm-hmm. had a bit of baked in armor. Yeah, uh, Cassia um, is getting an armor change as well. Okay. Getting an armor change, but that feels like more of a nerf directed at her. She got seventy five percent armor reduction while moving. Whoa! From from physical armor from auto attacks. Like I think she's still secret OP right now. I think she's super strong. Um, but that's a huge amount of attack damage for 75% is nuts. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's, but yeah, it's, it's along the lines of all the armor changes, but that's not, that's not her baseline armor. At least that's right. her trait and is look upable. Um, I guess I'm I asking think this is yeah. actually a, a bit of a buff to certain heroes as well. Like I actually think this might end up being a buff to characters like Leoric that are capable of dealing uh, percentage-based damage mm-hmm. uh, because the way they have balanced this is they've given uh, bigger health pools to these characters. Oh, so I, I think see. You might see uh, I think you might see a, a rise of Tychus and Leoric and some of these characters that can do good percentage-based damage because the way they're mitigating the removal of armor in most cases seems to be give them more health and more health regen. Yeah. And we all know the solution to bigger health pools. So... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how what this does, but I think it's a good change. I do agree it was a invisible system. Right. I just didn't want all those guys to get all squishy and not be as fun anymore as they are normally. Sounds yeah. like they won't and be. Your Stukov's getting a little bit of a healing buff. Oh, has, that's uh, good. Kill switch trait and healing pathogen. That's good. That's also they, another takeaway here because they dinged him before. So thank you for He's, thinking about. You us. know they didn't revert to changes, but they did increases the amount of his healing so you might be you might find it just enough for him right um, um the other thing that they changed here too significantly was zagara mm-hmm. so zagara was notoriously a character that i think that had less scaling per level like it was three percent over four percent for a lot of her stuff because she had such early game power which they basically reverted so she's like every other hero now mm. which because she does fall off in power late game and which they, they said in the developer comments so you might start seeing more Zagaras in your games, and they might be suddenly stronger for some reason, and it's because their scaling is now on par with all the other heroes. They um, also, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say Diablo got some love 
I don't know if you yeah, noticed that. Yeah, we were going to say the same thing because mm. I am excited about that. As somebody who went from his rework and was like, oh, this guy's great, and then saw that he had the worst win rate of any hero in the game, I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. Yeah. They, like, I know some people get very sad about it, but nothing makes me happier than being all in on a character that's awful. Yeah. Because you know they're going to get buffed, mm -hmm. and you're going to be ready to be in prime time when it happens and just be like, well, now it's now let's go. Now let's do this. Yeah. So Diablo got buffed, and I could not be more excited because I already thought he was a powerhouse. His uh, fire stomp healing increased. His health increased overall. By a hundred or so health, health regen increased, basic attack speed increased. Yeah, he straight up got buffed, man. That's his job now. I'm Diablo. I'm buffed. That's what he'd say if he was here. Yeah, I'm the now. captain now. I'm the captain now. Um, let's see. Any other significant uh, deals in there you guys want to mention? Uh, nothing big. There's some changes to Maev. Some of her cooldowns were increased. Again, she's a character I don't get. So when they make changes to her, I don't get how they impact her. <laughs> yeah. so i'm like there's some changes i really need at some point to just spend some time with my Ev the fact you out. say that though the fact that you're you bo schwartz the the player the player that i know you to be the fact that you say you still don't really get her and when they apply changes to her you don't get it i think that says a lot about how nebulous she is because if a player like you saying that, what's some noob noob bar saying when he gets in there and, and yeah, but i haven't i haven't played her too much that's the thing so it's like I imagine some people know, but yeah, some new, new, what do you call them? A noob bar? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> a new Welcome, bar. new players. We're totally not hostile towards yeah. some noob bar. I mean, speaking of people like me, because I would not know my way around a room with her. Like, I it's, think she's it's really just, confusing. But I guess when I say I don't know her, it's like there's a loop or a way to like kill people or play them that's obvious. And with her, while I feel like I get it, I just never play her. So I'm like, yeah. Okay. I increased loved, cooldowns whatever yeah. i loved playing my ev with Bo because he and i were taking turns playing her and i was just like i just feel like i don't get this character Bo, and he's like i don't either i was like i don't i don't know what to do with this and we were playing and then at some point i yanked people back and we got a lot of kills and i was like that seemed good and he's like congratulations you're a maya player and i said what did i do he's all i don't know but <laughs> it seems to be working and that's kind of how i feel playing you yank, her yeah. you yank people and then the rest of your people are happy about it <laughs> that's, that's, sure that's that's playing just my like head. in life man just, just like, like in life man. get yanked yeah. everyone likes it someone in the chat room uh bagara <laughs> bagara says only ralph ralph macchio likes her i don't get it what was that what does that mean only ralph macchio who played the karate kid why uh -huh. why would he only like her because he likes yanking <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Was he in the Yankee Kid too? Oh, shower curtain. Oh, duh. Oh, oh right, man. Nice he was back. going for your own joke, Scott, and you still didn't. That's embarrassing, Bagheera. I owe you one there, buddy. He says it in all caps. It's your joke, Scott. I'm leaving this chat room. Um, I can't watch your show anymore. You didn't get your own joke that I said. So, speaking of our. Uh, charity brawl one of the things that we know about past charity brawls in fact a year ago this last week we did one where we introduced a game type for just poops and giggles called battle for the bullion and it ended up making its way into heroes of the storm um they liked it they heard about it they put it in as a super cool thing to find out and and uh i had hoped that maybe something we did the other night might 
find its way there. As it turns out, I thought everything we did was really fun and nothing was a dud. So I don't even know where I'd start with this, but let's go around and talk about what games stood out as potential brawl candidates. If Blizzard's going to look at our charity day and go, hmm, I really like number three or whatever. John, what do they, what do you, what would you put in if you were them? Dummy, dummy ball. I feel like that's a mode that we made work as best as we could, but yeah. I feel like if they came in and, and really made it a thing, dummy ball could be incredible. Yeah. And also make it all Stukovs. <laughs> then it's really good. Stukovs really OP on that mode because and for those who didn't watch, John was able to set up a, a game mode based on how you guys constructed it so that through his settings, he gave everybody just like tons of life so you're not going to die. Um, what else? There was something else. Uh, yeah, you couldn't deal damage to other people. You couldn't be damaged. Right. Uh, you could see the entire map. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you and... could spawn a dummy, which is what you would do. You'd spawn a training yeah. dummy, and it would it would just plop down in the middle or wherever he decided to put it, and then we would basically play air hockey with this thing. Uh, and as it turns out, you can push them away using your abilities that have push or uh, knockback or whatever. They would affect the dummy's position, and the goal was to pick characters that had these abilities, whoever they were. So Lucio's good because he can do his whatever that thing's called. Do I forget? Soundwave. Soundwave. Sound a little. I think it's I think it's shockwave or soundwave. What's it called? Soundwave. Wait a minute. <clears throat> anyway, whatever it is. And then uh, Stukov's great because we start at level 10 or, or beyond, and he's got uh, shove, massive shove, and that thing is just a cheat machine if you're, if you're good at aiming it. And, it's, and you time it right, because a lot of times you'll catch another player and push them instead. But if you can push it, you'll shove that thing all the way to the goalposts, which in this case are the gates uh, of each other's uh, team. Then you had people like Garage who could throw the thing over the gate and get a point for the team. Like, just think of all the movement kind of heroes that can move things around. You get the right but idea. I, I think Kyle even found like ways to make defensive character choices that were incredible. Like playing Tassadar where you have a constant force wall you can throw up or playing Chromie where he could just suddenly lock the dummy. You know, there was one time where you had a, a clear push all the way to the gate. It would have been a point and you hit one of those little time traps and it just locked your push at the end of it. Yeah. And, you know, it saved the day. So I, I just feel like it ended up being way deeper than I thought it would be and mm-hmm. working way better. And we had no idea that we had a rule on there first to three or 10 minutes. And the reason that rule existed is because we did not test this. We basically checked to see if moving the dummy would work. As soon as we got that far, we were like, great, <laughs> it's done. We figured it out yeah. and we had no idea how it was going to happen. So it was awesome. I'm with you hundred percent on that one boat. Was there any other standouts that you saw? that event. Um, I mean I enjoyed dummy ball. Yeah. I, I yeah I mean I thought it was all fun. I had a good time with all of it. And I, I don't know. I can't think of one I didn't I like. I mean honestly the only <clears> that we part had... of the part of the problem for me with this is just that like I like that we're playing the game in ways that it was unintended, but mm-hmm. when it's a brawl it becomes intended and so immediately less appealing. Right. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's what's funny. Me. That's just Jeez. that's just my personality and it's not, you know, it's just, you know. Oh, your avocado <laughs> toast is showing. <laughs> but no, this is a this is a really good point. We don't we're not giant fans of brawls here. Once in a while one will yeah. be fun or whatever. But this thing, we focus the entire six hour stream on nothing but made up brawls. 
and right. we're having the time of our life. That's a weird dichotomy. And they're not even official ones. They're just, it's almost like when they make us a nice polished one, we're like, meh, we don't want to play your thing yeah. you spent time and oh. effort on. But we, 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 we like <laughs> hacking Doom and putting penises in, as the gun instead of something else. Like, you know, break, like breaking the game is just part of. Yes, that's culture. what we like. <laughs> I have well, a no, very maybe different... not us specifically, but generally speaking, there is a history in PC game of taking games and doing either dumb things or new game modes or whatever with it. I have and played that's the fun. I played know? a lot of Quake and then I did and, and Doom, and I did a lot of modding and map building for both those yeah. games. I never once had a penis for a gun, not one. You didn't? No. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure that exists. Oh, I'm sure I... it does. I will say this. I did do the spray mod in uh, Counter-Strike where it was naked ladies. <laughs> and yes. then you, you would spray the wall and people would stop because it was a whole bunch of kids. They'd go, naked ladies! And they'd stare at it and you'd just shoot them as yeah, they looked shoot at them. it. It was a tactic in the game for a while. Yeah, yeah. I was guilty of that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I also liked the built-in ones. I played a lot of Unreal Tournament. And so it was low grav insta gib facing worlds for oh days. my gosh dude i love that so much i played same here played that to death mm-hmm. uh here's the other thing um bo you might be thinking of in quake anyway or even in doom the rocket launcher in both those games looks like a penis naturally so it's possible that's what you were thinking of but yeah, i'm sure know, either i'm pretty i'm pretty i'm pretty certain there was a new doom wad Oh yeah, <laughs> you can, you we can. did this thing at work. We play uh, Quake after hours at this office I worked at. I may have told the story on the instance or somewhere else, but we ended up putting, <laughs> we ended up getting um, a skin from I never remember his name. He's the screaming singer guy with tons of tattoos and never wears a shirt. Um, Henry Rollins. Henry E-Pop. Rollins. Thank you. Wow, really? Yes, that was it. It's Henry Rollins. Nice. So we found a Henry Rollins skin, which was. Just Henry Rollins. <laughs> like, that's what he looked like. But then we went in, and I remember using some ancient version of Photoshop or something. Yeah. This is like 97 or something. And taking the face of the owner of the company's wife, who we all hated because she was mean and awful. She was Cruella DeVille in real life. Took a photo of her and bitmapped it on the top of all the faces of these <laughs> Henry Rollins characters. And then we just played Capture the Flag like all night until 3 in the morning. And everybody in that game was just looked like her in a Henry Rollins body. Actually, that just reminded me. I did run into an interesting mod situation recently. Okay. I got it in my head that I wanted to play Left 4 Dead again. Yeah. So I installed Left 4 Dead 2, and apparently that saves mod settings that I don't remember ever downloading or playing. (laughs) But the game starts... And four velociraptors holding pistols are standing there and proceed to start running around while the Cowboy Bebop theme plays. I was just like, when did I do this? I have no memory of playing Velociraptor Left for Dead. That's amazing. But apparently I did. Apparently that was an important part of my life. Well, one of the things I learned from this experience with you guys is that when we, when, and John just got the rudimentary custom game controls that they, that, you know, the, I don't think actually we didn't have those last year, right? They didn't exist yet, or did we? I don't remember. Um, I think we had I think to live. They did they? on one map, but we had two maps we could do it on this year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. So uh, the first year, none of that. We had to just figure out games that didn't get all jacked up in the normal rule set. But 
John has these little tweaks and sliders and stuff that he did during this game. We all do if you run the game. And it just made me more and more wish that Blizzard would really blow that out and just let people have as much crazy fun as they want. The, the game proper still exists and still happens, but over here you have just a playground sandbox where you can just really tweak it out. Like, there's no reason why these tools don't make it so we can't have five-on-five on, five on five junk rat matches. But yet it's not there. Like, I really want them to just let that gate open. Just fling it open. Let it yeah. all pour out. That gate's flung open on Overwatch still, right? There's still the whole... Oh, it's yeah. pretty customizable there, right? Very customizable, yeah. Yeah. In fact, yeah, we should be able to do that. My kids play... I think uh, my favorite part of our games we played, and someone mentioned this chat room, and I have to mention it here, that I'd like to see incorporated into <laughs> is the national anthem business. <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe, like, all the HGC teams can make up their own anthems. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of important matches, they mm-hmm. can sing their own made songs, like... Tempo Storm is the greatest yeah. team in the state, or something like that. And, you know, it'd be cringeworthy, but cringe is good. Have so. you ever heard? Here's the problem, though. On Discord, if you have ten people all trying to sing a national anthem, it it's the worst sound you've ever heard. It's not yeah, that you can't sing. I was sing. thinking we'd just get Kristen to sing everything. Yes, I was going to take on the O Canada for the cringe, and then we get Kristen to do uh, U.S. national anthem. Who is trained? But everyone wanted to sing, and we just rolled with it, and it was not horrible. everyone. Well, everyone except for John, John wasn't into it. Saying, yeah, "Well, I couldn't do it either." Yeah. By the end, when you guys were singing, I cut everybody off and threw y'all to the wolves. I was like, "Forget this! This is terrible." Oh, we closed out on pop and circumstance. Yeah, what right. you did, and it was terrible because when everyone sings at the same time, Discord goes. <laughs> so you can't really hear anything, but Kristen on her own, she's like trained. She knows like opera stuff and all that. So mm-hmm. she was like killing it. So we'll have to think about that next year. When we do the national anthem, we'll have to assign a singular singer to songs if we if that's what we're doing. I think John's gonna lobby for not. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this is a team effort. Sometimes one person doesn't want to do what everyone else does, and they yeah. have to sit on the sideline for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh so anyway, it's all good stuff. Very exciting. Now I do have some good news because we did the uh the charity thing during our normal time slot. For there will be dungeons. Guess what? This weekend we're back. Yes, that's right. You heard me first, or heard it very first. Oh, and notice this chat room. Click on the emotes. Look at these cool new emotes. There's Bo. Oh, that's right. There's Hope. There's me. There's John with a mustache. There's John without one. There's Varel. And now I'm gonna hit enter. Look at this. Look at all these. Oh, they're so good. Oh, John's faster than me. Beat me to it. Uh, how cool is that? Who did I miss? Bok Bok. Oh, I forgot about Bok Bok. Well, there's a Bok Bok one? Yeah, oh, there's a Bok it's Bok. just my, that one I drew. I made it. It's, his ears are cut off, so it kind of sucks. But anyway, uh, we uh, we got emotes now for the There Will Be Dungeons crew, and we're very excited to get it going again this weekend, bringing things back to where uh, we were. We left it at a very strange place, so I'm very excited to get back to it. You set Slave Town on fire and drove off into the night. Yeah, <laughs> with a bunch of rabbits chasing me, I think. Um, <laughs> it's a very hot experience. There are little things looking for the carrots you promised them. That's right. Uh, so my recommendation is tune in and check it out. We do it at 2 p.m. Pacific. That starts at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Bo is our DM. It's me, John, Kristen, Kyle, making it happen. So be there this Saturday. Okay. I guess that's all I had to say about that. How about this? I got an email from a listener named Bagara 74 He's in the chat room. In fact, we've talked to him on and off today already. 
Uh, he says this. I'm over the moon that Urell is coming to the game. Or Bo, how do you say her name again? Yiddle. Yeah. It's pronounced Yiddle. It's not Yiddle. <laughs> For the hundredth time. You don't Yiddle. have to yell it. You can say Look, it with Mac and not Jay yell on, it. Jay on. <laughs> Jay on. It's Yiddle. Just accept it. I'm quit getting... making shade tweets. <laughs> sending your love to Trixler. Okay. Being like, God, I love Trixler so much. Okay. To be so fair, much. I was not the first person to throw a shade tweet. The first thing that reminded me of it was someone said, Boy, we're gonna have weeks of listening to you know who try to pronounce that name. <laughs> who said I that? did not start it. They reminded me, and then I ran with it. Who said that? By the way, do you know Let who? Me see. Let me, Was it a, a listener or something? Yeah, somebody. You know. <laughs> you know. I gotta you go know. back through a few minutes. I can't here. say. It's like, do you know anyone named uh, Yolanda? I don't know. When you Yolanda. buy Skittles, I know do you call? Do you, what do you Yolanda. call? Yolanda. What do you call? Why Olande? Like it's Yolande. not what we're saying. You're saying y- viral. No, Yurel. 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 I just Yurel. said it without saying why at There's all. There's no e. There's no e. Okay, we're gonna find out who says. We're gonna have someone pronounce it. Hold on. I, I bet I can find a, uh, an official one. Pronounce how to pronounce Yurel. Here we go. Uh, according to a Blue on Battle.net. Wait a minute. Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm going to play them for you. Urel. Urel. That's one. Yeah, that's like if you're Urel. from. Urel. Here's another one. Urel. Oh, that's wrong. Hold on. <laughs> that's just Urel. a person crying into a microphone. I heard I heard Laurel or maybe y- Yanny. Okay, wait. <laughs> Yanny. Oh, no. Here's, <laughs> it's Yurel. It's easy. <laughs> Here's one more. Urel. 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 Uh, why don't you just play the Kevin Johnson lore video? He says it right out of the gate. Oh yeah, he totally does. He says it. He totally says it wrong. I'm pretty sure. Okay, here it is. Oh, it's from Bagheera. He's who started it. He said, "This is the number one character I've wanted since she was introduced in WoW. Now we can hear you know who's weird pronunciation of her name all the time." Ah, nice one. Throwing some shade. I haven't even gotten to your damn email yet. Okay, so hold on. I'm gonna play. Wait, who's who's who? You know who? Is it Scott? you? No, that's you, yeah. Skeletal Man. <laughs> Skeletal Man, that's you. Skeletal. <laughs> I'm going to listen to what the dude at Blizzard says. So hold on. Here we go. Okay. Okay. I'll track pass. Here we go. A new realm has come to the Nexus. And- oh, this is the realm one. I don't want this. It's not what I want. I want the one where it's her. Okay. Hold on. Uh, okay. All right. My apologies. We did get to hear the cool horn, though. Yeah. After their homeworld fell to demonic corruption, the Draenei found refuge on Draenor and for a time knew peace. Raised within the temple of Karabor, Yorel served Yurel? as an acolyte until a mysterious... He says it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he said it wrong. What do you want me to tell you? He's like, I can't say Yirel, so I'm going to say Yirel or whatever. Yirel. He's not... <laughs> Yirel. <laughs> What I love is that Bo doesn't even hear it correctly. He says it one way, and anytime he hears it, he hears it a different way somehow. It's, it's you know. It's you know. Okay, I found one more. Let's see if this is it. Penis. Oh, that's not it at all. I, <laughs> that's really wrong. Penis. Oh, here's a better one. Penis. Penis. Who says penis? Penis. Penis. Isn't that the vibes president? Penis. Penis. Yeah. Penis. Mike Penis. 
Penis. Why is everyone saying penis? Penis. Okay, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what Bo see, is. See, uh, there's so many people that say penis and it's a penis. Bo. Okay, there's Bo. 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 Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, I'm done with that website. Um, <laughs> that was really loud and annoying. Uh, this email, sorry. Urel is coming to the game and he's super excited. I remember playing the alpha before Warlords was even yeah. released, and as soon as I finished Urel's storyline in that uh, in that expansion, she became my number one most wanted character for Heroes of the Storm. Number two was Alex Straza, so he's already got her. Uh, it also, or sorry, it uh, it is also great for those of us who played Draenei on the bulk of our WoW characters to finally have one of our heroes. Now that we have our first Draenei, who do you want next? A comma, Velen, or maybe even. Eridar, an Eridar like Archimond and Kill Jaden, or Kill Jaden rather. Uh, your friend and worst Tots player ever, Bigera74. All right. Uh, I want one of the Kill Jaden style demonized goat people. That's what uh, I want. Eridar. The Eridar. The, the red ones, the red Dranai, basically. Yeah, those are cool. Or like Jaraxxus. They're, 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 they're Eridar. I want Jaraxxus. That's what I want. Right. He's one of those. Yeah, yeah, he is. Right? He could come yeah, out and go, like, you, you face Daraxxus! Exactly. Eridar, you lord of yep. the Burning Legion! And he could kill the little gnome uh, on his way out whenever he comes into the game or whatever. Uh, Excuse me. That's what I want more than anything right now is him. So if I'm yeah. picking, that's my pick. What do you? Uh, who do you guys want in the Draenei line of of Eridar and or Draenei characters? Well, you know how when we talk about Alarak, we always go Alarak, ak, 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 you ought to know by now. Yeah. And we like it because it reminds us of a Billy Joel song. Yeah. Well, a comma, every time I hear his name, I think a comma, 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 chameleon. <laughs> what? You don't think a comma, a kuma, kuma, <laughs> No, Bo, for some reason I don't. <laughs> What was that? Wait, do that again? What was that? A comma matata. No, 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 do not. I don't think you did either. I flubbed it the first time. Just a bit. Oh, my Lord. I don't think it's a kuna matata, by the way, is what you're yeah, looking for. a comma for. matata, though. A comma matata. I got it. Um, uh, but anyways, John, it reminds you of a comma chameleon? That's, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. A comma, just... comma, 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 chameleon. Right. Which is yeah, good. There's culture club, man. There's nothing wrong with them. Right? I, I'm I'm happy with Yidel. I, I don't think... I'd be happy to see any of these heroes join the Nexus, but Yidel would be the one I want. So. There it is. You guys remember this? Every time you click him. Yeah, every time you click... That for days. You click Boy George, that comes out. Every time. Uh, anyway, thanks for the email. You can email us at core at heroesforyou.com. That's core at heroesforyou.com, which is also our website, heroesforyou.com. And I think that's going to do it for us. We are playing games tonight, so stick around and watch, won't you? Uh, we're going to, I don't know what we're going to play. We're going to play some games. Uh, probably the Heroes whole crew. Heroes of the Storm, probably. Yeah, Heroes of the Storm, I think, is the plan. So uh, stick around for that. And in the meantime, like I said, heroesforyou.com, patreon.com slash core show. Check us out over there. You can also email us, core at heroesforyou.com. I already said that. That's great. And you can follow us on Twitter, at core heroes, at John underscore Jagger, at Scott Johnson, and at Bo Schwartz. Or is it B.O. Skahorwartz? Sometimes it's Mr. Biao, Mrs. Biao Schwartz. Oh. I get, I get, people think I'm a woman sometimes. Yeah, but it's... Biao Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> a fan of you. 
This is going to be a good long-running uh, thing until we get a new character. I'm very excited about it. Uh, anyway, thank you all for listening, uh, for joining us, for those who are here live. And a reminder, if you'd like to watch the show live, we do it every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, what is that, 9 your time, Bo? 8? That's 9 Eastern. 9 Eastern, that's right. So be here or be square. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.